Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Bradley Thompson here, and we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, episode number 78. If you're watching this video podcast, I got a random bruise on my arm. Don't know how I got it. So if you're wondering, hey, Brad, why do you have a random bruise on your arm? Don't know. I think it was from playing basketball, to be honest. Um, I was out there just absolutely shredding the court. Not really. But, you know, I tend to think that I was trying my best and um, given 100% effort, absolutely destroying the cardio game, definitely have the cardio game um, on lock. But in terms of shooting, wasn't there. I haven't played basketball in years since before the pandemic. Okay, so I went to go. um, I was a call up. You know, I was a ringer. That's what they call. You know, I was a ringer. So they called me up um, some friends. And, uh, you know, went to go play some basketball, uh, played the last couple of weeks, didn't trust my shot at all, uh, at all. So I, I would avoid shooting. Even if I had the opening shot, open shot, I'd pass it. Don't trust the shot. Um, and sometimes you just have to be that self-aware. Some people not self-aware. You got to be self-aware. Do you have the shot or not? I don't. Okay. I don't have the capacity to shoot this ball right now. And, um, you know, it was fun. It was fun to be out there on the court again. I used to play a little bit of um, a little bit of rec ball back in the day before COVID, before the panorama hit. And, um, you know, I was okay, but uh, wasn't very good in terms of the dribbling, getting that back. Um, very, very weird. It's really weird when you haven't done something for so long and then you're just like, oh, let's just get back into it. And it's just like, dang, I forget how to do this. But, you know, the muscle memory comes back a little bit. Um, those air balls come back real quick. Um, those bricks come back real quick and, um, you know, in, in no time you'll be shooting those bricks again. And, uh, you know, that's all part of the journey, but, you know, we're back episode 78, you know, still summer, still out here enjoying summer, summer vibes, hashtag summer 2022. You ever listen to like an old Drake album and he references like the year and you just like, damn, I feel old. Like I was listening to a song the other day. And it was just like summer 16. I, I don't know what, um, I forget what album it was. Uh, I don't know if it was the one with like six God and stuff in it. It was just like summer 16, dirty, not clean, whatever the lyrics are. And I was just like, dang, 2016 summer. That was so long ago. That was literally six years ago. Crazy. It's like it came out yesterday because my musical tastes do not progress as fast as the rest of people, you know? As other people's musical ch- uh, tastes are constantly changing, they're constantly getting updated with m- new music. Um, I'm still out here listening to Bare Naked Ladies, um, Gordon CD, and um, you know Electric Light Orchestra, Mr. Blue Sky. You know, I'm out here listening to Billy Joel. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Um, but that's my vibe. You know, that's my vibe, and that's the vibe that I give off. Uh, it's what I enjoy listening to. I don't know. I'm very, very weird. If I enjoy a certain song or a certain album, I'll just listen to it forever. I don't know what that diagnosis is um, medically, but I definitely got something there because if I just like something, I'll just listen to it. Like Electric Light Orchestra's album, like the best of, listen to it way too many times. Okay. And that's just an album that I've been into lately. Okay. It's crazy. Like, Bo Burnham, he released a comedy special, recommend it. Okay. Inside it's on Netflix. 
the greatest comedy special of all time. And it's not a traditional comedy special where he's out like, um, you know, on a stage or anything like that. He did it during the pandemic, during the, uh, the, the panoramic. And, um, you know, it's a great special. I loved it. Um, it's not like your traditional stand-up comedy. It's like very, very creative and it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. But the soundtrack is amazing. I love the soundtrack. Um, I'm a big soundtrack guy. Like if I like a movie, like, um, night at the, what was it? El Royale. I listened to that soundtrack hundreds of times. I don't know why I'm a big repeat the album forever guy, but I love musical soundtracks and the inside soundtrack for Bo Burnham. Love it. Absolutely amazing. Like across the universe saw the, the album back in the day. Um, the movie back in the day, I would listen to that CD all the time. I had the CD in my car. I still got it in my car. I still got CDs in my car, just in case I ever want to just break out Avenged Sevenfold or, you know, Metallica, I can just toss it in. Or if I want to feel you know a little bit better and happy, I can toss in some Jason Mraz, maybe some Bedouin Sound Clash. Beautiful. Sam Smith. You know, I got CDs. I got CDs in my Honda Civic. Um, you know, it's not going to lie a little bit better than a Tesla, probably faster, more comfortable, better looking zero to 60, five minutes, zero to 60 in five minutes. I got to tell you though, the horn on my car sounds like a little squeaky toy that you would give like a little dog. Okay. That's what my, that's what my, my, um, my horn sounds like it's like one of those clown horns where it's just like burp, burp, burp. that's literally what my what my car sounds like burp, burp, burp. really bad so if i'm getting cut off if i'm in a very very dangerous situation and i gotta slam on my horn all i hear is beep it's nothing it's nothing it's like the highest pitched horn out there on the market so i don't know if you guys have an aftermarket horn guy but I need to meet them because I need to update my car's horn immediately. Okay. I'm out here with a little clown horn. Um, and it's honestly embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I, sometimes I don't even want to, I don't even want to honk my horn. Sometimes I just put my hand up in the sky. If somebody cuts me off, I just hands up in the air, a little bit less embarrassing than honking the horn, but, um, you know, you can't win them all. Okay. You can't win them all. Um, I've been training lots lately back in the routine for that training. Um, I went for a trail run the other day. Um, and I got stalked by a couple of coyotes in the trail. Okay. If you saw my TikTok, if you saw on social media, I mentioned it, but I got stalked by a couple of coyotes in the trail. To be honest, my fault, 100%. It was getting dark. Um, I knew the sun was setting at 9, 9 p.m. And I was going to get out of the trail anyways, but I went out like, I don't know, way too late. It was like eight o'clock. I'm not going to lie to you. It was like eight o'clock and, um, around eight 30 or whatever, I'm in the middle of my run or whatever. And, um, I'm just running. I don't usually wear headphones. Um, a lot of times when I'm running just so I can see my surroundings for these exact scenarios. And I recommend to people, um, who just get locked into their headphones and they don't listen to their surroundings surroundings. You know, there's weird people, there's weirdos. Sometimes you just see in the trail, just be, be aware of your surroundings, weirdos and, um, you know, animals. Okay. Dangerous. Okay. I've seen some, you know, 
I don't know. I've seen some really weird people. I don't know if they've been like drunk or high, but I've seen some weird, weird people, you know, just wandering in the trails. And it's like, this is weird. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to run super fast now. Um, I saw a guy, you know, randomly just sitting under a bridge the other day, under a footbridge, just doing drugs. I don't know what type of drugs he was doing. He was doing drugs. And I was just like, I'm going to pick up the pace on this little section because uh, this is a family-friendly trail and um, I don't feel comfortable. But yeah, I was just running. It was dusk. It was getting dark. And I probably shouldn't have been running the trail. Um, but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do a little trail workout today. Hit those hills. Um, should have passed on it, but did it anyways. So I was just running, cruising through the trails and um, minding my own business. And then I heard something behind me. A lot of times when you're in the trails, like you can hear like squirrels and stuff scatter, um, you know, smaller animals, chipmunks and stuff like that. But I heard like bigger, like footsteps behind me, like through the leaves. And I turn around and there's literally a coyote standing right there, approaching me as I'm running by him and just staring at me. So I literally just stop. And when I stopped, I could hear another coyote going around me. So probably trying to cut me off um, and take me out. Okay. Very scary. Okay. Very scary. So I immediately just stop in my tracks. I'm just like, okay, how am I going to deal with this? He was literally probably less than 10 feet away from me. He was like right beside me. And I didn't realize how big coyotes can get. People always talk about, oh, coyotes, coyotes. I don't know if my dad was saying it might've been a, um, I forget what the word that he used. Um, but it's like a, a branch of coyote. Um, I forget the word that he used to describe them. Um, but supposedly they are active in the area and they're a lot larger than coyotes. But, you know, to my, I don't know, understanding it was a coyote, but it was a lot larger than what I thought a coyote was. I thought a coyote was like the size of a fox. Um, not the size of a fox size of definitely a medium dog, um, something that could take a person out. And I hundred percent, they definitely take people out, take animals out. I get it. Um, and they're traveling in packs. Don't like that experience. Um, two against one already down, already down. And I don't have a weapon. So I hear the, uh, the coyote coming around me and I hear, I see the one that I'm looking at approaching me still. So I start backing up slowly, still looking at it, keeping eye contact. Don't know if that's what you're supposed to do. I was going through the Rolodex of what am I supposed to do in the situation of like, is it a black bear? Is it a brown, is it a brown grizzly bear? Didn't help. Okay. Cause I don't even know what to do. If there's a black bear, a lot of people say, oh, you're supposed to yell at this kind of bear. You're supposed to run at this kind of bear. You're supposed to play dead. Don't know. I think the grizzly bear is supposed to play dead and the black bear is supposed to make a lot of noise. That's my understanding, but a coyote, no idea. Okay. No idea going off the top of the dome for this one. Have no idea. Okay. So I'm out there just like walking back slowly to try to find a stick. So if any of these coyotes come at me, if they make an, if they make a lunge, I'm taking, I'm taking it out. Okay. I'm protecting myself. Okay. Because his mouth was open. And he's got some chompers on him. Okay. This is a big animal. And, um, I find a, I find a large stick 
And I keep walking back slowly. He keeps approaching me. And I'm just like, okay, he's not scared. He, he wants a piece of me or something. So I start slamming it against a tree, just slamming it against the tree. And he kind of slowly stops for a second, like watching me. And then I kind of start picking up the pace a little bit and try to start jogging away. Still looking at him, still slamming trees while I'm passing by them um, with a stick, just trying to make noise. And then they're still approaching me. Okay. Still approaching me. I just start yelling, just coyote, coyote, (laughs) just just in case there was, because there were other people on the trail on the other side. So I don't know if they were coming through because that would have been awkward because they were just walking through and that's a worst case scenario because I was running. And, um, the minute I yell coyote, coyote, and just smacking it, uh, the tree with the stick, I dip, I dip. I say, I'm dipping, I'm gone. I'm sprinting out of here. If he chases me, I'm I'll take one of them out at a time. I don't, I, I, I gotta do what I gotta do. I don't know. But I got the speed. I think I got the agility. Um, for this minute, I got a nice little distance so I can see him coming at me if he is going to come at me. And I just dip, like jogging, and then just sprint out of there. And I dipped out of that trail so quick. And it was pretty terrifying. I'm not going to lie. I've never been that close to a coyote before. Um, it was terrifying. I don't recommend it. Okay. I don't recommend it. And um, if you're thinking, hey, Brad, should I go? Um, should I go hiking at dusk? Should I go hiking at night? I would advise against it. I've always honestly wanted to go for a hike at night with like a little, um, with a little uh, light on my head, like the headlamp. Um, I thought that would have been really cool. But after that experience, I know a lot of those animals come out at night. I'm going to, I'm going to pass. I think, I don't think I need to do that. Not worth it. Um, and uh, yeah, pretty terrifying. So if you're thinking about going for a trail run, I would say stick on the road. If it's in the evening, getting darker. Okay. I've definitely learned from my mistake because I am not doing that again. That was, that was terrifying because I didn't hear those coyotes until the last second. Like what would have, what, what would have happened if I was wearing like headphones or something? Like he would have, he could have taken me out. I wouldn't even have heard it coming. Um, so it was terrifying. It was terrifying. Um, but I'm here. I'm, I survived it. Um, got my dose of trauma for the week. Um, and I'm good now. I'm good now, but, um, you know, training's been going well. I'm actually doing my first race in a long time. Um, this weekend, I haven't done a race in forever. I'm just doing a local race. I just want to use it as like a training race just for fun, um, to get the body moving fast again, to sort of get, um, a good feel for it because I'm planning on doing some races this summer and obviously I'll be more fit later on. Just right now, I'm not the fitness where I want to be or where, you know, I t- typically am. I'm still getting that fitness back, but yeah, I'm doing a race this weekend, just a sprint to Athlon. So run, bike, run, and it should be fun. Should be fun. Hopefully my, I feel, hopefully I feel good. I hopefully I feel fit and, um, it'll just be good to just get back out there, do a race. And just get back into the community. It's always fun to do races and just push yourself. Um, you know, whether you win or lose, it's just great experience, lots of fun. And, you know, it's always a good time. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it goes well. Um, I will let you all know how it goes next week. Hopefully it goes well. 
hopefully it goes better than last, you know, year's race, last year's race. Didn't go too well at the, uh, the first race of the season. Um, I did it in Montreal, sprained my ankle. That wasn't fun. And I was feeling good on that race. Um, but yeah, hopefully it's a lot better than that. Hopefully I'm feeling good. Hopefully everything goes well, knock on wood. And you know, we have a good result because you know, not only do we want a good result, but we also, you know, want to, you know, see how we feel, um, see how we can push ourselves and stuff like that. So it's always great to see. It's always great to see and push yourselves. I recommend to people always, you know, do something fun, you know, do something different. If you're looking for like an endurance challenge, you know, sign up for a race, sign up for like a, a challenge or something. Um, keep yourself motivated. Sometimes it gets boring. If you just want to say, Oh, I'm going to go for a run every day. It would probably get boring if you don't have anything to work towards. So I always recommend people, um, whether it's just a fun run or, you know, a fun race or whatever it is, um, you can do it for fun, do it for fitness. And, um, it's just a great experience, you know, like-minded people that are into that stuff that are trying to push themselves, you know, positive vibes everywhere, even for the people that are trying to win versus the people that are just out there, you know, positive vibes, people are, have their own goals and everybody's out there doing their best. That's, that's all you can do. Right. So it's a good experience, good atmosphere for sure. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I was thinking, um, the other day, cause I plan on doing some races this summer. So I was just like, Oh, I gotta get a bike rack. I don't have a bike rack and I don't have a tow hitch on my car. I got a beautiful Honda Civic better than the Tesla. I've said it many times before. Um, it's a 2015 brand new spanking new brand spanking new 2015 Honda Civic. Um, and I was just like, Oh, I need a bike rack because sometimes, you know, especially cause I plan on going to a cottage in a couple of weeks. Um, and I'm bringing my bike. Don't mess around with that. So I need some sort of bike rack because we're going to have like a full car of stuff. So I need a bike rack to bring my stuff and I don't have a tow hitch. My wife doesn't have a tow hitch. So I was like, okay. Um, I saw online from Phil Guyman, um, probably butchered his last name, but I've read actually a few of his books. Um, very, very good books, uh, draft animals, fantastic book. And I follow him on like social media and stuff. And he posted about this type of bike rack. It's called the sea sucker. And it's basically like a suction cup, um, bike rack. It's very, very cool. Um, so I was looking at him, I was like, Oh, and he uses it. And it's literally just two components and it suctions to the top of your, the hood of your car. And then you're good from there and you just put your bike in, you're good. Um, so I bought one. I, I looked it up. I was like, Oh, that's actually a good idea. And you don't need a tow hitch. So you save the money on the tow hitch. You know, they're a little bit more expensive. It was around 400 bucks on three ninety nine. It's definitely a little bit more expensive than a typical bike rack. But if you don't need a tow hitch and you can put it on any car, it's literally small. It's easy to store why not? Okay. So I bought one. I'll let y'all know how it goes. I'm going to be using it for the first time. Um, tomorrow, um, I'm going to bring it to my parents' house. Cause I'm going to bring my bike up, I'm going to clean up my bike a little bit, get ready for the race. Um, but yeah, it's a great bike rock so far. It seems fine. And, um, you know, I set it up, so I'm going to be trying it out. So I will let you all know how it goes. And if I recommend it, okay, this is going to be an honest recommendation no joke here. Okay. No jokes here. But, um, other than that, you know, life's been busy. Life's been crazy. I even bought a bike lock when I bought this, um, bike rack because I was just like, Oh, cause I've been going to the track a lot back on my track game, you know, once or twice a week, definitely once a week. And the track is 
like a 10 minute drive, not too far. Um, typically the one that I go to, I was just like, Oh, I should just, you know, bike there. And I have my fixie. So I was just like, Oh, I'll just use my fixie bike. So I bought a bike lock. Um, I used my fixie bike. I, I rode like 20 K on the weekend. And that was a great experience because I've never ridden the fixie bike for that long, um, of a period. And I rode it on some bad terrain. Like the roads were horrible that I was riding on, but, um, yeah, I, uh, got my fixie bike and, you know, cruising through it. So I was just like, Oh, I should just ride to the track every time I go to the track. So I bought a bike lock. I've never had a bike lock before. I bought the one with the key. Cause I'm just like, I'm never going to remind, remember the, the bloody combination. I am the worst when it comes to remembering combinations of, of locks. Okay. It's not going to happen. I am in trouble if I do that. So I, I got the one with the key. So it was like eight out of 10 for security. So hopefully it is eight out of 10 for security. Um, because I spent like 40 bucks on it, which is a nice chunk of change. Right. But, um, I was thinking the other day, uh, what would be a great news? So this is going to be like the, the trending segment. Okay. We're going to call this like what's trending. Okay. That's going to be the new segment on this, on this uh, podcast. What's trending. And we're going to get into some like trending stories. So the first thing is obviously the Tour de France has been going on. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the Tour de France, even if you're not into cycling, it is an amazing event. I absolutely love it. I watched the Giro uh, this year. I've been watching the tour. I think we're on like stage 11. I, I, the stages all blend together, but it's been great. Um, the attacking has been crazy. Yesterday they did Alpe d'Huez, which is an iconic climb. I've always wanted to like witness the Tour de France as a spectator on Alpe d'Huez. And I've always wanted to ride Alpe d'Huez, um, you know, on Zwift, which is the cycling platform I use. They have something called Alpe de Zwift, which is like a recreation of Alpe d'Huez. But um, I've always wanted to do the real Alpe d'Huez. It's just beautiful. Um, so that's on the bucket list and definitely watching Tour de France from Alpe d'Huez is on the bucket list as well. But um, yeah, the Tour de France has been rocking this year. It's been amazing. They're actually creating a Netflix docu-series about the Tour de France which I don't know why they haven't done before because it's amazing. Um, you know, a lot of these teams are doing like their own sort of vlog series nowadays, kind of like a UFC embedded, which is great. Like, I don't know why sports just don't do that. It's amazing. It's amazing content. It gets people engaged. It gets people excited for events. And it also like gets people to become fans that aren't actually fans. So similar to like drive to survive for um, F1, it's going to be the same sort of thing where it's like, you know, creating that drama, showcasing the behind the scenes with the teams, um, you know, the team principals, the riders, the domestiques, the GC contenders. So it's going to be very, very cool. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I know that's going to like bring a lot of hype and respect to cyclists because I don't know why people like out there just hate cycling and hate cyclists in general. Like they act like, Oh, cyclists take up the whole road. I get that. There's a lot of like, cyclists out there that don't know how to ride on the road. Like a lot of like commuters, if you go downtown, people riding all over the place, like riding like crazy, not wearing, not even wearing helmets, riding like crazy people. Um, and that gives, you know, actual cyclists a bad rap. Um, but like cycling is very, very dangerous, even, you know, just out there, just riding. And that's why I use indoor cycling so much is it's just so unsafe. People don't look when they're driving, people text, People are doing so many different things. People get aggressive. They get upset that you're even on the road. It's craziness. Um, it's craziness. So, you know, I hope this gives more respect to the sport, more respect to just bikers and cyclists out there um, for safety, 
and just maybe gets more people involved in cycling and watching cycling, but also, you know, involved in buying their own bikes, getting active, because that is going to be the difference maker um, when it comes to this whole docu-series, getting people actually involved in the sport. It's a great workout, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people I know over the pandemic have been buying bikes. I've been seeing lots of people out there just trying to get active because gyms and stuff were closed, right? So it makes sense um, that people wanted to get active. So I hope it is an amazing series. I'm actually really looking forward to it, especially, um, you know, even though I'm watching it every single day, you know, you get the behind the scenes, which is even awesome content just in general. So I'm looking forward to it. There's been a lot of like TSN turning points this year um, with, um, you know, the GC contenders, Pogi cracking on, you know, I think it was like stage 10. Um, So very, very cool stuff. I'm looking forward to it. And that's the first thing. Next thing, we're going to hop into the next what's trending. Um, There's this new, um, (laughs) I don't even know what it's called. Astronomers have this new camera and they released uh, photos of um, galaxies for the first time. And it's like an upgraded camera based on what they had last time. I'm sure everybody's seen the pictures by now, like all the different galaxies and stars and stuff. As somebody that doesn't care at all about this stuff, I got to tell you, pictures look pretty similar. Okay. Pictures look pretty similar to the last ones. Okay. I watched the TikTok of some, um, a lady then she was like reacting to the photos, just all flabbergasted and just like, just like, um, just stunned for like, f- like five minutes. It's like a little bit of exaggeration. Okay. A little bit of an exaggeration. There's no movement going on. These are just photos. Okay. It's like those people that go to like an art gallery just, and they're looking at, you know, just, it's just a, a, a canvas and it has literally a streak of paint across it. And they're just like flabbergasted, like trying to understand what the artist meant. And I hate that kind of art. Okay. If I don't, if I can't see, like, I love the classical art where people actually do like these amazing landscapes or, you know, photos, you know, paint photos of people or paint scenarios and situations. I love that stuff, but like the abstract, um, you know, just a whole canvas color colored in one, you know, paint color, absolutely hate it. And I hate when people try to act like they're so sophisticated trying to watch it. That's the same thing I got from that person's TikTok of them trying to be all flabbergasted. Hey, as somebody that's not into astronomy, not into the galaxies, I like space. Cool. Um, pictures look the same. Okay. But um, that's uh, what's trending in the space world. So if you're Neil deGrasse Tyson, hey, looks the same. Not going to lie to you. Okay. Not going to lie to you. Not going to lie. Looks pretty much the same. I watched the... Uh, Stranger Things was all uh, trending the last little bit. Super awesome ending of the season. I love Stranger Things. It's a great movie. Um, One of the greatest scenes in all of Stranger Things, um, you know, basically history and all the scenes was definitely Eddie Munson playing Metallica on top of his trailer. Amazing. Okay. What better scene Master of Puppets, Metallica, epic scene. Absolutely loved it. Um, I'm looking forward to, I guess, the next part of this. I thought the series was over. And then people are telling me now that they're going to have another season. Um, It's going to be a couple of years from now. Um, I thought it was over, but 
you know, I guess they're just going to keep going. They just realize, oh, this is going to be super popular. I even heard that there's going to be a spinoff of Stranger Things, which I don't even know who they're going to spin off. Like, what are you going to do? Spin off of maybe one of the other um, telekinetic people. Number, instead of 11, they'll do number 10, I guess. Um, and just do a series on them. I, I don't know what they're going to do. So I'm not too excited about that. I find a lot of spinoff shows don't do well. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show. Okay, first off, Mandalorian, fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Boba Fett, stopped watching it after like the first episode. Just not for me. Just not not good. Okay, I, maybe I'll give it another try. Just not good. Okay, the chase scenes in these shows. Who's creating these? Who's editing these videos? Who's editing these stories? Obi-Wan Kenobi. There are two chase scenes in that show two chase scenes of people chasing, um, what's a princess Leia. Okay. She's a child. She's what? Six, five, six years old. She can't run fast. Grown people chasing her and she's juking them. Spin move, getting around them. Like you would literally catch them in two seconds, literally two seconds. What are we doing? And they do it in like slow motion as if she's running like Usain Bolt away from the, what are we doing? Okay. Is this a kid's show or is this a show for everybody? Because it's not good. Not believable. I actually, I absolutely hated this, this show after that. Hated it. You don't do that. Okay. You don't make scenes like that. Unbelievable. The worst scenes in cinematic history. And I'll tell you that. Okay. And that's, what's trending today on living the Canadian dream podcast. All right, let's get into some recommendations, book recommendations for the week, okay? Out of Thin Air by Michael Crowley. I absolutely love this book. I recently read it. Um, I listened to the audio version. It's about Ethiopian running, marathon running. I am absolutely in love with marathon running books, marathon running books set in Africa, marathon books set in Kenya, Ethiopia. I read them all. Okay. Peak performance for marathon. I don't run marathons. I absolutely love it. It's amazing. Um, all about peak performance, all about how these, you know, athletes dedicate their lives, um, to becoming professionals in running one of the craziest sports that you can do because, you know, most people can run. Okay. So how do you become the best? That's something that most people can do. It's pretty crazy when you think about it. You know, if you think about other sports, you know, hockey, not everybody has access to ice. Everybody has access to just running outside. You know, everybody has access to either running. Um, you know, obviously, if you have any disabilities or anything like that, you know, that's going to prohibit um, the, the movements, um, depending on the cases. But, you know, the majority of people have the ability to run, you know, and in these books like Kenya, some people run without shoes. So they're doing it even without the only thing that you need, which is typically a pair of shoes and they're doing it without shoes. So it's like the most accessible sport out there, which makes it the hardest sport out there, which is crazy. So if you think about like, how does, you know, Kenya and Ethiopia become powerhouses in running? It's just insane. So out of thin air by Michael Crowley, I recommend it highly. I just love it. I've read all of the books. I've read all of the books about African, Ethiopian, um, you know, Kenyan running. Um, just crazy. Just absolutely insane. I love it. 
Um, recommendation, going to be a TV show this week. The TV show Severance, Ben Stiller created it. Um, very, very good show. I watched it. First few episodes, a little bit slow. Picks up. Amazing. I love it. It's like a thriller. It's set in like an office space and it's very, very cool. Like basically these workers do a procedure where they separate their work life from their home life and they can't remember their work life when they're at home and they can't remember their home life when they're at work. It's very, very crazy. So like they're getting manipulated and stuff at the off. Very, very cool. Recommend it. Severance. Um, I definitely recommend it. So watch that. Let me know what you think. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, and that is the recommendation um, segment for this week. A couple of things that I just wanted to highlight before we move on um, and sort of wrap up this podcast, because I got lots of stuff to do. Let's be real. Okay. Um, whatever you're going through right now, just keep moving forward. You know, things get tough sometimes. Things are tough sometimes for everybody. Everybody goes through things. Um, but it's important to keep moving forward. You know, as I've been trying to train for these races, I just love racing. I love exercise so much. I love working out, pushing myself to the limit. I love it. I, I don't, people ask me, why do you even do this? Why are you into this? What, what, why are you a psycho? Um, I just love it. I really enjoy it. And it's something that I really, really enjoy. So if you enjoy something, you know, it's important to keep being persistent. You know, when I was training for this stuff, you know, I had a lot of setbacks when it comes to know I couldn't train during the wedding, couldn't train with the honeymoon, with COVID, lots of setbacks leading into the season, but still trying to improve, trying to do the best I can. And I think that's what it all comes down to. Keep moving forward, try to do the best you can and take that with you today as you continue to crush it. Okay. And let's take today, make a change and keep, keep working hard. Okay. Cause we got this. Okay. We got this. Um, that's about it for today. Make sure you follow me on TikTok. Um, at I am Brad Thompson, follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of fun videos. Um, also follow the YouTube page, follow the Brad Thompson vlogs, YouTube page. You can follow, I think you can just type it in Bradley Thompson vlogs. I had it as that address, um, from before, um, but follow along video podcasts there posting a YouTube shorts there. So you'll be able to see those vine styled videos there. They're lots of fun. I love them. Um, but also I'm going to record some, um, some short, like little vlog style videos about training, about just life and stuff like that. So I'm going to start doing that as well. So just follow along. Um, that's where all the video content will be. Okay. Bradley Thompson vlogs on YouTube. And, um, that's about it for today. So, you know, as you go and move forward, continuing with, you know, whatever you're doing right now, if you're at work, working out, just think about, you know, the importance of moving forward, the importance, the importance of continuing and working towards those goals. Okay. That's about it. So that's it for today. Thank you everybody for listening to this week's podcast. I appreciate it. And, um, just remember, don't go running in the trails at night, okay? Don't make that mistake. Peace out.